that. So I'll be cautious. Welcome to the Citizens for Health radio show on Building Fortunes Radio with your hosts, Jim Turner and Peter Mingles. Make sure you check us out by clicking on the Citizens for Health radio show link on buildingfortunesradio.com. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. Citizens for Health provides over 100,000 supporters with consumer news, action alerts, and opportunities to take action. For nearly two decades, Citizens for Health has been a nonprofit pioneer in the natural health freedom movement. The Citizens for Health Education Foundation offers tools to inform the public of health issues and educate and influence policymakers. Jim Turner is here to spread the word about some of the most interesting topics that can affect your world, from the dangers of mislabeled or dangerous products to the questions and concerns of vaccines. You'll want to listen to Jim as he speaks on behalf of Citizens for Health. And now, on to our show with Jim Turner and Peter Mingle. Take it away, Peter. We're going to let this one run out. Uh, For those people unfamiliar with this radio show, this is actually Darlene's radio show. It's the one that we do with the Ideal Network. But I guess I I must, well, I know what was going on Um, when I was setting up the radio shows. It was supposed to happen. (laughs) It's going to be there. So, you know, it's very, it's very interesting, um, I, I'm, and I, I'm only going to reference this only because it might tie into some of the things that Darlene was mentioning. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll never forget one day, many, 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 many years ago, I was um, with my friend Ross. Uh, Ross is a gentleman that used to live in Palm Coast. He was, one of, he was my firstest friend that I ever met over here in Palm Coast. Super-duper smart guy and um, had been run through the mill a whole bunch of times. Uh, anyway, so one day I walked into Ross, and I said, hey, you know, I'm a little concerned. He said, what's up? I said, I just, um, I think I'm losing it, Ross. And he said, why? He says, like, I am, I might be forgetting something, or I, I'm just not able to hold a thought. And he said, oh, that's no problem. You're, you don't understand the law of four or five plus or minus two. Now, Ross is a really smart guy, <laughs> so he, I think he was a Ph.D., and he, he's the first time I ever heard Ph.D. standing for pizza delivery guy, but he's a super-duper smart guy, and um, I said, Ross, what the hell is four, the rule of four or five plus or minus two? He said, it's real simple. Most people can't concentrate on you know more than four or five things at one time, plus or minus two, and he said, Peter, I know you and your lifestyle. You're a 20 plus or minus two kind of guy. So you're not losing it. You just focused on too many things. And I said, you know, I get it. Well, this week I did a radio show. at our UFO radio show for those people like UFO stuff and space aliens. And I kept calling our guest, whose name, by the way, is Russ Johnson. I kept calling him George because my previous experience with UFO radio shows, if you remember, Darlene, you probably know George Norrie. Coast to coast, you know, on late at night, a.m. So every time I was talking to him, I was thinking about George Norrie and coast to coast and my fond memories, if you will. But I kept calling Russ George. I'm like, oh, I got what, what's wrong with me? So I know what happened today. I was on the wavelength of doing something with Jim Turner's radio show because we got Jim Turner, who passed away in January, like right, like January 29th, so right around this day. Two years ago, he passed away unexpectedly, and um, we're refilling his spot with the president of Citizens for Health. His name is James. So I was wrapped up in figuring out what I was doing with that radio show for Friday, and they're the Citizens show. That's why I played the Citizens 
thing. So you just got to focus. You got to watch what you're focusing on and go back. And I always go back and inspect what I expect, but for today I just didn't do that. So it probably fits into some of the things we're going to be talking about today. So having said that, sometimes your life can spin a little bit, if you will, following the rule of four or five plus or minus two. So it might be hard to concentrate because we're concentrating on a lot of things all at the same time, whether it's the economy, the elections, the um, the vaccines, the uh, other stuff that might be going on in your life or the lives of other people. So we're here on this radio show with Darlene, and I know we usually talk about the chaplain's course and some of the stuff that she's got going on for the chaplain's course, but sometimes life just kind of throws you a little bit in the way. So I know there's a flu kind of symptoms going around. Um, I know there's a whole bunch of other things that people are concerned about. It's a new year. Everybody's trying to get back on track. The winter weather threw us for a loop last week, that's for sure. So it's not uncommon for people to be a little bit off. So, Darlene, thanks for being here on your own radio show. Well, thank you. And um, maybe this was not an accident. Maybe this was intended. So um, it is about connecting the dots and making a connection with what's really important in our lives. And yes, this has to do with the chaplain's course. Uh, In many ways, this is one of those uh, pointing us in the right direction. And sometimes be careful what you ask for, you just might get it. Uh, And I've been praying a lot about guidance on what directions do I need to take the chaplain's course. What are going to be the areas that we need the most on this planet in order to um, achieve a desired result of having paradise on earth? Remember that you have to have a goal that you are, your divine purpose. What are you working for? Um, And I'd love to be able to have a couple hours to pull this together because it's going to take quite a bit to weave it together so if I'm dysfunctional I'll have to tell you why remember that my course up is to that I've been working with two old women outwitting the devil using Napoleon Hill's positive action plan okay so Linda that was my other partner in this uh, endeavor uh, was found dead in November on Thanksgiving Day and had been dead for at least since about the 12th of November before she was discovered. Tragedy one and then tragedy two is on the 25th of November, I mean of January. So here we've got 25th and the 25th, you know, Thanksgiving Day in November. And then on the 25th of January this year, 2024, I got a call that my great-grand-nephew had been found dead in his crib. He's been he's six months old. He was born on July 13th of 2023 and you've heard me talk of my marine grandson he was also born on july the 13th so when you're looking at connecting the dots this morning this is you know the funeral was yesterday um you know getting through the the trauma 
of uh, the families that were kind of dysfunctional. Um, it, this has been a, a, a situation of a lot of dysfunctionalism because my friend, my partner, was um, very much uh, involved in a very dysfunctional family and had no family. And we have a very large family. I often have said my mother and father are the, were the best parents that I could have ever asked for. Um, and they had seven children, and one of the babies, my uh, baby brother, that was, there was me and then my brother, um, <laughs> James, um, uh, was born, uh, and then David Wayne was born, and he died in January. Um, and I think it was, the I've got to look at his death certificate, but it's like one of those, oh, goodness, I should remember that but it was around this era of the 25th, um, and he only lived two weeks. So when you surround yourself or when things happen that are tragic like this, you know, you have to look at this as a wake-up call because we never know when our time is going to be called for us to graduate from this planet. And... So those of us who are um, very much spiritualized and who are very much knowledgeable in the Arantia papers, we know that there is a life hereafter and this is an ascension career. Uh, And so we look at things in a very positive new way that maybe from this tragedy um, that some great things will happen, and they already have over the past um, short period of time. It's not even been a week yet that we're dealing with this. But yesterday at the funeral, I saw a miracles happening all around of families that were dysfunctional, enemies with each other, get together and actually be very friendly and wonderful to each other. Um, And I got to meet uh, Mindy's, um, which was, uh, uh, this. let me give you a dynamic here. I'm just going to give you first names. It's me and Linda, our our sisters, okay? And Linda has a daughter named Mindy. And Mindy has a son named Shane. And Shane has two sons. Uh, the one is Jericho, and the one that passed is Caden. Kaysen, K-A-Y-S-Y-N, Kaysen. They always spelled their names with Ys. Like Linda was born with uh, the Linda spelling, my mom spelled it L-I-N-D-A, and then Linda later on in life started spelling it with a Y, Linda, L-Y-N-D-A. So we make minor changes in our lives as we go through. But um, the you can go back through, and this is one of the things that I'll be writing about in more in depth for our family Uh, dynamics, but it has a lot to do with the chaplain's course, because if we don't have ideal families and a way to sustain ideal families, 
we're going to end up in the tragedies that we're dealing with now. So I'm not going to go into real depth about this because it's not, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just I want to make the connections of why. Uh, we need to be cautious that we are taking care of our ancestries. You know, um, are they up to date? Are you working with Ancestry.com or any other ancestry to keep your family genealogy going? Okay? That could be a way that you pull your family together. And this is kind of what I have been using over a period of time as having, quote, unquote, an excuse to reach out to family members sometimes that have been um, broken or whatever and say, hey, I'm kind of updating my genealogy thing here. Is there any new kids in your family that need to be added? Um, and so often this has been something that we have done on Thanksgiving. I always take my computer to my daughter's house um, that hosts the Thanksgiving for the family, one of the younger daughters, the youngest daughter, uh, who hosts the Thanksgiving event uh, for our family. And uh, so this year I didn't because the electricity, or last year I didn't because the electricity was off last year. Uh, and so that was the year that uh, I ended up getting my eyes uh, damaged from when the lights flashed back on and I got um, damaged to my eyesight. And so it's really been a struggle this year trying to keep up. So gratefully, when we went to the Thanksgiving meet, uh, gathering this year, I did not know about uh, Linda's being discovered that day until I got home and got a notice. So these are things that sometimes uh, tragedy, um, you know, turns into something good. So out of the baby's death, there is going to be coming some real, uh, what do you say, courage to do some things that I have been dragging my feet to do um, and picking up the pieces of what has been the focus over the period of time. And you heard me talk about the chaplain's course, um, but one of the things that I haven't talked about as much recently is what pointed me on that direction was, number one, my time when I was taken to the Philippine Islands as a six-year-old child. Um, basically, um, the um, and seeing all of the, the trauma there, the bomb, out shelters, the, 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 just the horrible, and I've been asking why ever since. And so... When I heard about Linda's death and then my, uh, my, the poor baby case, and um, uh, it's just, you know, you've got to connect these dots, Darlene. You've done so many things over your life that need to be connected. So start connecting the dots so that you can help people to avoid these tragedies. So who are the people well, you know, it's really strange that this is the Jim Turner show because um, that is kind of one of those people in the past. Well, another person in the past along this era is the Ron Paul. Um, and the Ron Paul curriculum that was created for the homeschooling movement 
And so many of the things that have happened over a period of time as we have sought to save our families from the tragedies that happen when we our families break apart. Remember one of my favorite sayings is, as the family goes, so goes the civilization. And so that's what's happening now is our families are being destroyed. And I don't think it's an accident. Because without sound family units, we can't have a life that is spiritual, a life that is worth living on this planet. We can't outwit the devil. We can't outwit evil if we're not working together in a family unit. So it kind of then makes sense that evil would strike at the family in any way that it can. Uh, In my generation, um, I was born in 44, 1944, and I just talked with a gentleman. I'm going to share a little bit about him in a moment that was born in 1939. So it's our group of people who really were part of the World War II uh, families. Um, I often call myself a World War II baby. Uh, because my father and mother were in, my, my father was in the military, uh, and I was born in Fort Myers, Florida, on one of his assignments. Unfortunately, he ended up injuring his leg, and uh, he, so he didn't end up having to go uh, to war. He was able to serve stateside, and so he ended up in Fort Myers, Florida. So I've got some really dear friends in that era, era, and I never knew, uh, again, the contacts of what got us from Indiana to to Florida. Well, it just so happens that two of my aunts, when they decided to retire, uh, decided to move from Terre Haute, Indiana to St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, and... um, you know, so that wasn't too far from where I was born. And my one aunt always said, you know, you're the daughter that I didn't have because she had two sons. Well, my generation of my brothers and sisters, we kept pretty close contact. All of us live here in southern Indiana. Um, and so it's, we, we do keep close contact. But our kids, the cousins, it's been fracturing and breaking down more and more. And they have a lifestyle that is different than what I grew up with. You know, when you get married and um, you have kids and, you know, you do your best to stick together, but then there started to be more and more um, divorces and things like this. It seems like that marriage was no longer a lifelong a commitment. It was uh, often an accident of um, pregnancy or whatever. And, uh, and so I've seen and lived long enough now to look back to uh, see a lot of changes in the last three and four generations. Um, so that's the reason I started doing the ancestry was because I realized that without knowing your history and how you got from there to here, 
you're bound to repeat the errors that you didn't learn how to correct. So the chaplain's course is my donation to the world, to the planet, to the universe of being able to move from religion and the diversity of the conflicts that we have over religions, like we're having in Israel right now, um, in the difference that people fight in their families, and it goes to the counties fighting among each other over who's going to get what money for what program, uh, to the states fighting now like we are having on the border in, um, in Mexico. So when you start looking at all of these different components, you begin to realize that there are some connecting threads that we can weave together to be able to create a better lifestyle for what we are doing. So you heard me talk that in the past, my husband and I realized that there was a problem in the schools, um, either the public schools or the um, private schools. There were some major problems in the schools. And so we decided to withdraw our children from the school system and began homeschooling. Um, and one of the books, um, the companies that I connected with way back when was Discovery Books um, Publishing. Um, and uh, you can find the, their site is discoveryk12.com. And uh, they supported uh, the, uh, the homeschooling movement. Um, and it's an online secular homeschool curriculum where Ron Paul's curriculum, and you can find his site by going to ronpaulcurriculum.com, uh, and you can find out what he um, put together. So these are the two that over the years have sustained my support uh, for people who are going to take on the mission of personalized education for their children. And so one of the books that has uh, comes from the Discovery Publishing Group, the DK Publishing Group, was one that was written by Dr. Edward Taub, T-A-U-B, um, and uh, there are two Dr. Tobbs out there, uh, Edward Tobbs, and uh, the one with the A is the one that um, is the one we'll follow through. But the book is called Seven Steps to Self-Healing, okay? Seven Steps to Self-Healing. Well, I just had the wonderful pleasure today, just before uh, about about an hour before the show was scheduled to start, I had a conversation with the author of this book, okay? And he has given me the full rights to use his books in any way that I see uh, that needs to be done with them, okay? He is now retired. He was born October the 15th of 1939. Um, and uh, he gave me the full rights, like I said, to use his books. I'm going to be getting that in writing from him. Uh, but I found out that he has Parkinson's, so he has re- 
He has retired, of course. You know, he's born in 1939. He's four years older than I am, almost five years older. So he's in his, his mid-80s. But this book, I was looking for a book to put into the chaplain's course that would give us the dynamic of saying the first thing that a chaplain has to be able to do is help individuals to learn how to heal themselves. Because the first area that I'm working in is the jails, chaplains for the jails. Because I've often said that's a captive audience, but there's a bigger dynamic to that. People that have committed a crime that ended up getting thrown into jail for some reason need some healing. And what's happening is this not is not happening crony capitalism that is making it profitable the only way they make money is if people are sick in the hospital area in the doctor's area uh if they're not sick they we don't have actual healing we do not have health care in this nation or this planet we have disease treatment and trauma care okay we don't have recovery in the jails and in the prisons because they're not going to stay in business if they don't have people that are repeat offenders. So again, we have to learn how to outwit the devil, how to outwit evil. And so the death of this baby is going to be, it was a way to do some healing. It's a tragedy. It's a real tragedy. But it is one that if we don't learn from it, we're going to have more and more tragedies like this because this could have been prevented if the facts had been known, family. If we had not had a family that had been split and the, the grandparents and the great-grandparents uh, had been locked out, uh, we could have made a difference. Now, this is a second tragedy that I've dealt with in my family. 2016 was a tragedy that happened in our family that fortunately ended up because my daughter reached out to me and said, you know that Lindsay has a problem? And I said, no, I didn't. And she said, well, she's living in her car with, the three kids, uh, and she's pregnant with the fourth one and about to have uh, give birth. Oh, my heavens. She said, well, you're taking care of all those homeless. Can you take care of them? And I said, sure. And fortunately, that has been probably the most uh, eye-opening adventures that I've had since 2016 of getting directly involved with the DSC or the CPS or whatever they're calling themselves in today's world, they are causing more harm than they are doing good. And so one of the things that I'm beginning to do with the chaplain's course is we're going to begin doing some grand jury investigations and we're going to be starting to do some um, uh, dynamics with the legal system to be able to find out what's going on that's causing so many children to be lost um, in the system or dying that are as a neglect that the DFC did not do what they should have done. 
So um, the, we are going to be uh, following a lot of Jim Turner's dynamics of being able to look and say, oh, what's going on here? we got to figure out so that we can get this. So I'm sure that this will be put into the proper alignment with uh, our Ideal Network series uh, and the Ideal Network projects. So if you do not have this Seven Steps to Self-Healing by Dr. Edward T-A-U-B, please get it. If you can find the first edition in the 96 uh, era, uh, then please do that one. That He says that's the best one of, of all of them, though there are reprints. Uh, the first one was printed in 1996 um, in the first printing of the first American edition was in, uh, published by DK Publishing. And so look for that one, and it must be in your library. This is one that your children will love, your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. It is awesome. It has wonderful pictures in it. And so if this is anything that your family needs for guidance of how to have a healthy family, this is the one to get. Again, its title is Seven Steps to Self-Healing and release the healing force within you and achieve whole wellness is the tagline that he uses. So um, if you, when you get, you go online and you look for it, look for the picture of this smiling doctor with the bow tie on the front of the, uh, the book. And so you uh, need to have that in your library. So um, I hope I've strung it together a little bit to say, out of tragedy can come some greatness, and this is what's going to happen from the tragedy of losing Linda uh, in November and Shane and the baby now. I mean, it's just, Kaysen, um was just a beautiful little baby, um, and his life is going to impact a lot of people. Uh, so a short life lived on this planet is going to have a major impact. So back to you, Peter. There we go. So we're going to be brief on my uh, exit on this one because I know it's a sensitive, you know, and it, the emotions are still raw. So we're sorry to hear about the family member that passed away way too early and the ramifications, repercussions of all this sort of stuff. But um, typically, you know, that's what uh, builders do, meaning you. You wind up saying, okay, well, this is what we got, and how do we build upon this, and how do we prevent this from happening the best way we possibly can, and what kind of learning experiences can we have, and we'll apply all these principles, and we won't make this a, a, a waste. We won't make his life lost in vain and all that sort of stuff. But it's tragedy no matter how you slice it up, and we wish it never happened. If there were a time machine we can go back, we'd certainly fix all this stuff. But uh, thanks for being here. For, if you want to hear this again, Darlene always references so many really interesting points. You can go back to buildingfortressradio.com forward slash ideal and pick up this radio show and uh, the, the previous radio shows as well. And Darlene, give out your phone number one more time for those people that want to kind of jump in and help you with whatever you're working on. And you probably have a whole new patch of uh, fans as a result of some of the shared experiences we're talking about here. So what's your contact information? 812-664-7419. 812-664-7419. Always repeat it, they say. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. We're going to catch everybody next week on Building Fortunes Radio. Thanks, everyone. 
been listening to the Ideal Network Radio Show on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website to hear more statements with Darlene Sartori and Peter Meagles. Darlene encourages everyone to join the Ideal Network so you can say, I live the ideal life, where I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. Darlene, Peter, and I want to say thanks for listening and ask you to spread the word, tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.